Hello, and welcome to Misha and Diane Watch Another World. Hello. This is week 1,833 of Another World, episode 8,891, the final episode of Another World. And we've watched it 25 years after it originally, sorry, 20 years after it originally aired. Oh, really? Yes. And so, there was a reprise of the last time, and the wedding ceremony continued, mm -hmm. and Kirkland saw the gorilla, and the gorilla, Carolyn, grabbed Cass, and there were a lot of jokes about Cass and the gorilla throughout the episode. Which apparently um, was a callback to an earlier storyline with Carolyn and Cass. Yeah, Cass and Felicia and Wallingford mm. had previously had an adventure with, I think... There was something to do with, I think they had stolen a semi. Oh. And either they crashed into something that released the gorilla, or the gorilla was in the semi and it escaped. Mm. So, uh, that was what that was related to. And you said that... Um, and I think it was probably a guy in a gorilla suit. Cass used, well, obviously. You said that Cass used to go on a lot of these kind of wacky adventures in the past. That was yeah, because he and Cecile had some wacky stuff. He and Felicia... Because he was... So this was kind of a continuation of, of that. So they were they were calling back to that right at the very end. Some of his zany adventures. Mm -hmm. Lila said at one point, You act like you know her. <laughs> so, oh, I forgot to mention... Uh, oh, well, well, we'll do it after the summer. Um, so anyway, Joe calls in uh, the, the call to the police and orders a tranquilizer gun. The judge warns everyone he has a poker game in half an hour. So... That's been a threat throughout the whole week. The judge mm -hmm. is about to leave. So, um, Cindy and what's his name? Uh, David. David, the guy with the face who was a different guy before. I don't know the show well enough to know. <laughs> They're in the limo, and of course, they have only one episode to get together, so that's mm -hmm. happening. In between scenes, they run into Cass and the gorilla. Uh, meanwhile, Lila is soothing the baby, and uh, Rachel and Carl are trying to get into the farce. Carl says, oh, Rachel says, I didn't even know that Cass was seeing Carolyn anymore, which is, I think, the only thing I enjoyed about the episode. <laughs> and Cass said, Carl says a man like Cass is bound to have a history. Um, then Felicia calls Sam Radcliffe, the zoo man. And um, a bunch of other people arrive. Uh, Phantom of the Opera joke. And uh, Cindy spots Carolyn and Cass in a tree. And Cass gets the brilliant idea that Carolyn would be soothed by singing. So already I'm cringing. Not even just from the memory of it, but the idea of it. And then Sergei shows up with a boombox. And he puts on James Brown's Get Up Off of That Thing, which I had never heard of before. But it's, it's a terrible song, and the worst thing I could imagine is having to sing it uh, if I were in the cast of Another World. But everyone got involved and started singing and dancing. Yeah, and they were was, sort of choreographed as well. So. Yeah, so I don't know how many of them enjoyed that. But it was like... Well, probably about as many as the viewers enjoyed it. The Hindenburg crashing. So... Then, uh, basically, Sam takes the gorilla away. So now, back to the wedding. 
Uh, Felicia tells Cass the judge has given him six minutes to finish the wedding. So, mm. of course, Lila and Cass take that time to reminisce about the time Cass was in a tree with a gorilla. And, uh... It's a lot of gorilla. They finally finish their long conversation and the judge leaves. So, they have no one to perform the ceremony. But Adamay reveals that Tyrone has been made a judge off-screen. Seemed like a very young judge. Yeah. So, anyway, he, of course, now can perform the ceremony... Uh, they repeat the flower girl, and here comes the bride. And then Paulina and Joe get the idea to make one of those films that was probably popular for a few years at weddings, where everyone who's at the wedding um, says something into the camera. And, of course, it was very fourth wall and talking. I've participated the... in a few of those as a wedding guest. Well, this was uh, also a film to another world fan, so probably in another ten years... Mm -hmm. Might skip to just watching that bit. Mm -hmm. um, so they uh, they have a lot of, you know, things that they say that could be taken two ways. Meanwhile, Frankie's ghost shows up to watch Cass kiss the bride. And then uh, Charlie has a nice talk with Frankie's ghost as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, everyone's dancing. And then Paulina and Vicky uh, talk about... Uh, how uh, they first came to Bay City to steal everyone's money mm -hmm. separately. Yeah, and, good uh, times. They agree perhaps there's hope for Cindy. Uh, Paula, Paulina forgives Cindy for whatever it was that happens uh, that we couldn't quite figure out last time. And Cindy is very emotional about all of this. Yes, she's yeah. very over the top. Yeah. So It turns out that's all she ever really wanted was to have a little bit of closure with Paulina. For whatever it was that they did, that we do not Um Then there's some picnicking stuff, so Amanda, Cameron, Josie, and Gary get to have sort of a final scene, and they all agree that it would be great to meet in the same place again a year from now, June 25th, 2000. Mm -hmm. So, that was a We don't know if that happened, thing. because no. I guess uh, not did... No. None of those people were on yeah. As the World Turns. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so they never mentioned, hey, never there, was a, there was a reunion. of the. And then Vicky invites Paulina over, but she says she needs to be there for the builder, for the new house. So they split up. Tyrone and Marley show up with uh, the various kids. Everyone has a sort of a final scene with people that are relevant to them. Mm -hmm. And then David arrives to find Cindy is happy. And David produces two first-class tickets to the island of Tankir, the second thing and in the this, episode that excited me finally. And this had a significance that I didn't, I didn't know about, so I had to ask Misha about this a little bit. And then Grant Harrison, the late Grant Harrison, is shown having probably a Mai Tai on the island of Tankir. Mm -hmm. I had misremembered it. I, I, had, I mean, it's been... It was 20 years since it aired, and probably 10 years since I digitized my VHS tapes, which mm -hmm. would have been the second time I'd seen it. And I thought that David and Cindy actually flew to Tankier, and that he was, uh, and that Grant was in the uh, lounge chair next to them. I totally mm. misremembered that he only had that little cameo that yeah, was inserted. Yeah, he's just sort of toasting his drink. So, and he was actually in the credits in Wednesday's show as Grant oh. Harrison, so that would have been a bit of a spoiler to yeah. all of the... The fans wondering, oh, is Grant going to come back, mm. you know? So, but it was very exciting. And the fact that it was Tankier is another little 
bonus because Cecile de Polianac, who mm-hmm. we know from the 1981 that we're watching, who's, who's uh, an editor at Brava, is the queen of Tankir at this oh, point. Oh my goodness. I no idea. So that's that the whole. Destiny. Yeah. So I doubt that. I don't think their storylines ever. Their storylines ever would have overlapped with Grant oh. and Cindy, but it's just another little nod to the past that was a, a positive and an overall bad week. Hmm. Um, and then there's talk about having babies and watching fireworks and uh, Cass and Lila kiss and Sergey and Felicia kiss. Mm. I don't know if there's a lot of fan fiction that happened after that to continue their story. I, I don't know how much interest the regular... Yeah, I mean, I I had only watched a week of this, and I wasn't... Engaged yeah, I wasn't in that, that romance. engaged with them, so... Yeah. And then... Uh, dun, 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 dun. Vicky and Marley have a final scene where they talk about their... Role reversal. Vicky was the bad girl when she came to down and mm-hmm. to town, and now she's settled down. And Marley's taking up with a wild judge, I guess. I don't know why, yeah. <laughs> where the reversal comes in. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, Jake and Vicky have a talk about how they came to town for revenge mm-hmm. against the family that gave Vicky up for adoption. And then that is it. Uh, Rachel and Carl arrive at the Corey Mansion for the final scene. And suddenly it's very quick, and Carl says, all is well, and Rachel says, all is well that ends well. And then does the rounds of a bunch of family photos that are placed sort of towards the fourth wall in Mm -hmm. the Corey living room. I guess before the wedding, Rachel had been feeling uh, nostalgic and pulled a lot of photos out of storage. Yeah, Placed them all around in a way that would be kind of hard to see if you were in the room. Yeah. If you were... Up against the wall in that room, yeah. it would have been easy to see, but um, didn't uh, make a full list of who was there. But I saw J- one of the Jamies, and mm-hmm. of course Ada, and uh, Rachel takes a Polaroid that I guess was taken at the wedding and puts it next to the um, next to uh, one of the photos, and she kisses the photo of Ada, and uh, it's another nice thing for a long-term fan that they had that. Carl turns out the lights, and they exit. And then uh, another thing that I had misremembered, I thought that they actually had included a, a little clip of Mac, but actually it was just no, a was still just photo a still of photo. Mac toasting, which I know was from a Christmas episode. Mm, uh, yeah. And uh, that was then the closing credits. Mm-hmm. So that was the end of 35 years of Another World. I have to, I have to say... Um, I mean, I, I certainly wasn't a long-term fan. I watched a week of it. But even um, as someone who was just a casual uh, viewer, I think I would have been really disappointed if I had been a follower of the show and this is how it ended with half of it being taken up by a guy in a gorilla suit. And then the final scene of the photos was was beautiful. But it made me think about how much better it would have been. This is this is the one time when you want a bit of a clip show, I think. Mm-hmm. You want some some film memories of where it all started. And Yeah, the entire week we saw one clip with Wally, right? And yeah. that was about it for flashbacks, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, and, and, uh, I mean, obviously a little bit is, you know, over the years there were 12 Jamies, right? Yeah. So, you know, you'd be showing clips of characters who either weren't on the show or had been played by someone else. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 
it's not like you know, people are going to stop tuning in because it's not. No. <laughs> you know, they've broken some continuity or whatever. And, and you had shown me um, a few episodes from from the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. And there was really no mention of that in the final no. except for the photo of Mac. So that it's like that whole period was less important to them somehow than this little caper with the gorilla. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine, you know, I'm sure the, the show was on um, for a decade or so before the ones you showed me, so there's probably lots of history there. That was completely missing. I, I just thought it was really a missed opportunity. One thing I had uh, always hoped that they would do in the later years is bring Aunt Liz back yeah, in well, some way. Character. And they certainly could have brought her back for the finale. It looks like here she passed away in 2008. Yeah. So um, there's no reason. I mean, obviously things happen very quickly when they when they were getting canceled but still it's just seemed like very like no nostalgia really well you know and we've often over the the last few podcasts um have referenced the christoph st john tribute they did on young and the restless and obviously he died quite suddenly and they managed to pull together a really nice little storyline and a tribute show as well um bringing in some some actors who had left the show so that's an example of something that could have been done quite quickly yeah I, well i think with the christoph st john they did have a few months like i don't think i don't i think they only film a couple weeks in advance i think they took some time to mm. to do that but yeah so i what i was going to say at the beginning which i forgot is that um Another World was the first soap to go to 60 Minutes. Mm. And actually it was the first, I believe it was the first half hour soap uh, on the air. A lot of soaps were 15 minutes before that. That may be mm. wrong. But definitely it was the first soap, uh, oh, it was the first soap to debut at 30 Minutes, I have written here. Mm. I think it may have debuted on the same day as another show. But um, I think that's that's correct. And the first soap to go to 60 minutes in April 1975. Mm. And the only show to go to 90 minutes hmm. in 1979. So, and well, I, uh, our podcast is the first podcast of Another World to go from audio to video, to video. in the same week. Wow. So, that's another record. That and we're still World working has. out some bugs. And we're, we may not, uh, when we do the next podcast, we may not do video. We may just go with the audio. It depends how how it goes. Um, we, this is, as, as we mentioned earlier on, a test run of a week of shows uh, before we do Misha and Diane Watch Santa Barbara, yeah. which we are starting tomorrow, uh, July 30th. We're filming this last episode on the 29th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, that will be Santa Barbara, watched 35 years after it originally aired. Mm. So that'll have a bit of a different quality than this, because this is a lot of me filling in backstory, whereas with Santa Barbara, it's all going to be new to you completely. Completely. And I'll be trying to remember things, but I won't be trying to spoil things. So. Also, as as you may or may not have, have noticed, I'm not really a huge soap opera fan, so I don't have a lot of background in soap operas and how the scheduling works and what the history is. And, uh, you may be wondering why everyone loves Santa Barbara so much. 
<laughs> after a week. But, so. Uh, so I'm learning. I'm learning and commenting at the same time. Just sort of a out there fact that I learned while doing some research for this episode is that John Littlefield and Nadine Stenovich, who play Gary and Josie, mm-hmm. a couple on the show, they actually became a couple in this, according to the internet, the same year this aired, and they got oh. married in 2006. Oh, so good for them. That is the only little thing I have there. Oh. So I think. Um, Rachel and Carl did some plays together after Another World went off the air. Well, we had actually seen a really old episode of Northwest Afternoon Mm -hmm. in which they phoned in because the show had, the cancellation of the show had just been announced. I think we referenced that in our previous podcast. And they actually called in together. And I think they mentioned at the time they were working on something together. Sounded like it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the name of the play, but can't find corroboration here. So that's it for another world. Maybe if we yeah, maybe to me it was kind of a sad ending. You know, I uh, I would have expected more. Well, my you know when I would go home from university in the '90s, I would always stop at my grandmother's house and try to watch Another World with her whenever mm-hmm. it was on. And then one day I came home and she had stopped watching Another World. Oh. It just was not the show that yeah. she was interested in watching anymore in the 90s, you know. And it it was so diff- different. And back in the 70s, you know, she would always talk about watching, she called it Rachel instead yeah. of Another World. And that was like the big show. And it just, you know, mutated so much as the networks tried to figure out how to get young people to watch soap operas and... They did a lot of damaging things to it, I guess. Well, you know, one thing I noticed about it, um, especially having seen a little bit of its 1980s incarnation and comparing it with some of the soap operas today, is um, how conventional the end was that everyone just sort of ended up married with kids. And there was really only maybe one couple that ended up kind of moving on to a new life kind of new opportunities and I just I found that really interesting because when I saw the 1980s version um, you know there was there was um, a lot of action at the publishing house there was a lot of action um, with some uh, European connections people had there was a lot of action with um, a, a shady nightclub and kind of a mafioso like there were all these different plot elements and it was just weird to me that at the end of the show it just sort of ended up with a whole handful of little happy families planning to build houses. I don't know if I um, read a bit of this last time. There's a New York Times article from April 99 Mm -hmm. and uh, just going to read a couple of the interesting quotes. The biggest problem has been that many of the show's stations around the country have been moving another world around their schedules, Mm. even postponing it for days at a stretch to create time for local programming. That made it next to impossible for NBC to promote its primetime shows during another world. Oh, interesting. So, um, I was actually working in Seattle for a few years in the mid-90s, and King 5 in Seattle stopped airing another world. Luckily, I had someone in Canada 
who uh, who we used to work at a TV station. He said, I have a ton of VHS tapes. I can tape it for you. So every few months, I would come back and get a stack of another world tapes. And um, then when I came back, uh, after two years, I started watching another world again in 96. But I had the stack of tapes to mm -hmm. watch too. So I was actually watching 90 and 96 at the same time and for several years I was actually watching two top two streams of another oh, world wow. simultaneously and it actually took me more than two years to, to catch up that so, takes dedication yeah so everything's very confused in my head from <laughs> I don't really have much more to say about it um, tune into passions at 2 p.m. daily that's what it says here so it looks like Ooh. Passions is the soap that's ever placed in the world. How which, long did it last? Oh, too long, I would think. Yes. You should we be. Saw that, we saw, I, I had heard that Dr. Bombay from Bewitched was in an episode, so I tracked it down. There may have been two episodes. And we tried watching it, and it was just, just awful. It wasn't good. So uh, that was uh, a bad replacement. So There were really not that many shows I don't think that started after Passions. I think Santa Barbara in 84, Sunset Beach I think took over for Santa Barbara mm -hmm. and is there another one? Uh, is that it? Sunset Beach and Passions? 1999 it says here. Well that's it, I guess. That's that's so, it. So, try tune in tomorrow for uh, episode zero of Misha and I and What Santa Barbara, where we will be watching four previews, four little fifteen-second advertisements that appeared in the months leading up to Santa Barbara. Uh, so that will probably be a short episode. Um, just so that we have something to post on July 30th, because mm -hmm. uh, we'll be watching the episodes um, on the 35th anniversary day, but we'll probably build up about five episodes and then post an entire week on the weekend. Uh, so it'll be a bit of a delay, unless our episodes end up being so long that it makes it worth posting them daily, but mm -hmm. we actually don't know how we're going to do that yet, so we'll see how what the logistics are of getting something posted quickly. So. And we may or may not do video. Um, as, as I say, we're obviously still working out some kinks, so let's see what we do with that. Um, Looks like Passions ran for nine years. Wow. Wow. Well, maybe it got better. No. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you for watching. Misha and Diane watch Santa Barbara. Hear it from the beginning, July 30th.